Welcome back. Sunday night special. Tippy Tap 22. Murray, we're going. We're getting into some real Golden Globus Theater canon. We keep talking about the logic behind. Everything I learned about kicking heroin came from this episode. Exactly. That's exactly what we're Griff, getting into. Starsky and Hutch. Was or Kojak. Was this your first... Uh, Foray into Starsky First and experience. Uh, the most I knew about it was that the guy looked like Ben Stiller, and then I was like, wait, Ben Stiller played him in yeah. the the modern remake, and then Snoop Dogg was Huggy, I guess. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. I got to yeah. say, that man could do a splash off the top ropes like I've never like, seen. Yeah, like I've never seen that either. <laughs> oh, his pants almost fell off. Oh, oh. God, it looked horrible. Well, that's what you get when you get an elderly pothead jump. He's older than me. He's, he's like, like yeah, he's in his... Oh, I thought he was in his 60s. No, he came out in the early 90s. That doesn't mean he wasn't in his 30s, though. He was a kid back then. Dr. Okay. Dre discovered him. Who just had a brain aneurysm. Yeah, I saw that. I guess it's not Dre's day. Hey, my fa- one of my favorite raptors died back oh, in October. Oh, yeah, that guy. And Dre. they just announced it, Yeah, which was I weird. I figured you'd like him. So, Starsky and Hutch. We're kind of like the Starsky and Hutch podcast, Griff. I'm kind of like Starsky, the streetwise, cherry-chested, only one-button shirt. Yes, yeah, I see Drives that. a fucking pimp-ass car. Your focus is the coolest focus on the block, sir. Your Hutch, the hipster, kind of, kind of smug. Uh... A little bit. I, I'm high on life. I do everything. Body is my temple. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, 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 you got, you got to keep everything in shape, mind, body, and soul. I, I agree with that. This assessment is 100 percent correct so, so far. Just remember that, people. Fucking all the ladies. We're the Starsky and Hutch, of podcast. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, didn't watch this show that much. I remember it being on when I was a kid. I think it was on like 10 o'clock. I, 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 okay, I was like five when the show got canceled. Oh, geez, okay. So, but you didn't catch the reruns. I, it was, oh, you had to catch the reruns, right? Uh. I don't, Probably. I don't... But you just remember it as a five-year-old then. Yeah. Damn, okay. So, uh, yeah, some people can remember their childhood. Well, right? no, I'm just saying because it, it must have been a very interesting show for a five-year-old as opposed to, like, even if you it were was ten. Just, there was a million shows like this, so yeah. it wasn't that interesting. It, it didn't stand out at all. Yeah, okay. there, it was like 70s was all cop shows. You know that. You watch Columbo and all yeah. that shit. It was all cop shows. Columbo is a wonderful show. That is a great show. So, yeah, like I said... I learned how to kick heroin from this episode because what do you need? Well, I, I would imagine you need some something very high in sugar. Apparently, yeah. Well, first, you only need 48 hours. 48 hours? No matter how strung out you are, block yourself away for 48 hours. You'll come out smelling like a rose. Okay. So you need coffee. Coffee. Heavy on the sugar. Strong coffee, heavy on sugar. Orange juice. Orange, orange juice did not make an appearance in this episode, but you need orange juice. Yeah. So that must have been something they slipped under the cover. They just didn't want us to know about that. That's like when they build well, a bomb you, on a show and they keep Didn't you say there was another episode where someone was on heroin? Maybe they introduced the orange juice. I did. Uh, I had a horrible time finding this episode because I have all these files, no. and they were all horribly mislabeled. This was episode five of season one. Yeah, most shows wait until at least season three before they have their star get strung out on heroin. <laughs> yeah. Not Starsky and Hutch. 
first season, episode five. So in my folder of files, this was like episode nine. So it was I was like clicking around trying to find it. So I watched two and a half other episodes before I finally realized because I searched through the one episode and Huggy was talking about how they needed to help somebody off Heron. He's like, I got lots of chocolate bars ready to go. And so I was like, oh, this has to be the episode. Because how many times does this come up? Does it have to be chocolate bars? That's my question. Does chocolate play a a key component? As I learned in my deep dive, apparently, into the Starsky and Hutch universe. And here's this is going to serve as our background on Starsky and Hutch. Starsky, like you said, uh, you know, our, our, your description you already gave, he's obsessed with candy bars. He's well, horribly in episode he is. We don't know. All, Murray, in my deep dive, the multiple episodes, episodes. I watched, <laughs> yeah, thank you, I'm Very a researcher, but. every episode he is grabbing candy bars off shelves. He went into a liquor store and stole a candy bar. This man is obsessed with candy bars. He counted out a dime. He's like, I can't give this to you, old lady. I need this to buy a candy bar. You ever bar. thought maybe it's a preemptive strike against heroin? He's just, That's why he's never strung out. Well, we're giving the people. I forget what the anecdote is called for when people go into the shock or whatever, and they give them the shot to the heart. I forget what that's called, but it's that. It's the escape valve. They just drop a chocolate and chew it up. Maybe baby bird it in their mouth, turn into syrup in their mouth, and like spit it down and close their nose. Something like that. Get into the episode. We open up. We're in the precinct. We meet our, our leads, Starsky and Hutch, and our lovable Captain Dobie. And right away, this is why you know Hutch is going to be the guy who gets strung out. Because right away, Starsky's like, I need a candy bar. Yeah. You got a dime, Hutch. I need a candy bar. He even goes further. If you have a quarter, I could get you a candy bar, too. So he's always see. This is the thing. This is why I'm the Starsky because he's always thinking about his friend. <laughs> Hutch is the, <laughs> Hutch is like I'll, throw, I'll stab you in the back for a piece of pussy. <laughs> but Starsky's like, hey, you're my brother till the end. It's instant energy, man. Because Starsky, he does know. You're right. He, you're right. He does know Hutch very well. He knows what Hutch is getting ready to go home to. So he's telling him, Candy Bar, get your dick hard. Exactly. And. Hutch scoffs it off. Oh, I live the clean life. No candy for me. Gives him the dime, though. Well, they're friends. Yep. They're partners. They've and had each other's lives in their hands multiple times. Ex- At least yeah. four, because it's episode five. <laughs> because it's episode five. But I love this. He gets the dime. Hutch walks off the camera. So Starsky's there, vending machine, and a suited general, a suited white man in handcuffs. I was like, oh, this is very progressive. Yeah. They, they actually uh, handcuffed the businessman. And then he looks down at that candy machine, pockets the dime, kicks the machine, candy bar just spits right out. He fonds it. He fonds it. Goddamn right he did. Did I point out Starsky, played by Paul Michael Glazier, directed Running Man? Oh, no shit. Yeah. He wanted to be a director. He, he actually was not happy with the show. He wanted to get off of it multiple times. I could see that. He did a great job on the show, though. I Hutch, say. of course, David Soul. Probably his greatest role was uh, in Salem's Lot, the TV movie. Oh, that was great. I didn't know. I didn't recognize him. That was wonderful, though. I really enjoyed that. So we find out Hutch has been banging this broad named Jeannie. They're getting pretty hot and heavy. She's waiting at home, waiting for that Hutch dick. Oh, man, yeah. And so he calls her up to this, calm her down, let her know the dick is, a, is a coming. Oh, yeah, this pizza's coming. That's their favorite cosplay. And he comes home with the pizza. And Captain Dobie's just like, Starsky. 
this report wasn't filled out at all. Yeah. And Starsky being the bro that he is, like, I'll cover for him, you know. Pussy fog, bro. He's he's fucking abroad. Yeah. I'll handle it. <laughs> Got a dime? Got a dime. <laughs> and so Scotch is just licking his lips, talking dirty, talking the phone. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm going to do so much shit to you. He's laying out heavy. You, If you want to hear something, hear, listen next week when we get uh, Shokazuki's answering machine messages for his girlfriend or what his girlfriend leaves for him. Hutch is laying it on just like. But, but first, I got to put on my fucking clothes. Yep. So he heads back to this sweet. They, I always thought there was L.A., Bay City, this made up city called Bay. Not Bay City, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Bay mm-hmm. City. Made up city. Okay. And he drive. He lives in a. Humble tract house on a, a dirty canal. Oh, it's very dirty, very shallow. <laughs> it's like you don't even have like the distance between uh, the yard. And I the... like that though because you notice, a, except for, with the exception of the main villain, everybody lived in just normal tract houses, like like That's a real po- people. Would. That's a good point. Like now, everybody in TV, like they live in like palaces, like these McMansions. It's like that's not real people. It's a really small house, and yeah. then one of the episodes that I watch. They introduce Starsky into the house, and just like Murray does to my house, he Starsky goes in, goes through the fridge, grabs himself a <laughs> slice of cold pizza and a root beer. And First they, of all, you're the rifler. You're chief rifler. But, yes, when, when it comes to fridges, that's my thing. I was so excited when I thought that was the episode we were doing, and I was like, I'm going to hammer Murray with this fact right here. Anyways, so he Hutch comes home. home. Put on the fuck clothes. It's like it's like a jumpsuit. You can yep. easily get out of. The first thing he does, you know, you got to take off your gun. And he's got the fucking Joker, like, 18-inch barreled gun. The holster. The airy gun. Yeah, that fucking th- thing was huge. So he hangs mm. that up, takes his belt off. You got to take the belt off first. Otherwise, the pants can't come down. And, uh, yeah, he's walking into his living room, and he gets fucking jumped. Jumped by some goons. And we're like, what? Why are they jumping on Hutch? Why would uh, why would anyone want to? I mean, he's fucking everybody. So I guess it could be lady trouble. That's what I, I I've seen this as my third episode now, and I'm like, it's got to be lady trouble. He's a fool for the puss. So he gets carted off for interrogation because they're looking for Jeannie. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jeannie is like a, a forced premonition. She like as this is happening, she wakes up because apparently all she does is sleep. She's a captain woman. She sleeps all day. She's got that problem uh, that a lot of movies and TV shows have when a character's not on screen. They don't know what to do with them, so they're just sleeping. And that's what she's doing until so she has that premonition, and so she calls Hutch's place, and no answer. And this is even this is even earlier than uh, Rage for Honor. So there's not even answering. Machines. Not an answering machine to leave some sexy messages on. Because you know she would have laid it on thick. So we cut back to the monster, bo- monsters, mobsters. <laughs> and we're, one of them played by, uh, he's no stranger to our show. He, I think he was on Tango and Cash. Jeffrey I, Lewis, who plays Monk. I was going to say, I recognize those eyes. I was reading them back and forth, up and down. Yeah, he's the father of Juliette Lewis from Natural Born Killers. That's okay. And he was in you know many uh, 70s TV show. And... They're like, hey, like, of course, Hutch, he's a stand-up guy. He's not going to, even a whore that he's fucking, he's not going to sell her out. Right. So he's like, I don't know who you're talking about. Because they're looking for her. She's been hiding out. We learned that she's been hiding out from these guys. Yeah, these are mobsters, and their boss really needs to find Gene. And so they're trying she's to. Get, apparently, she's got that magic puss that just drives men crazy. It did it to Hutch, and it's doing to a Ben Forrest, played by Robert Loja. He's <laughs> like, find out where that whore is. I need it. So, You've never been blown by a chick like this, monk. 
She'll jerk you off on an airplane with only two blankets covering. You'll love that joke five days from now. So, yeah, so he's this crazy man for the puss. And, I mean, she was okay. She didn't have any tits. No, I thought she... Oh, (laughs) come on. I'm just saying. She didn't. Did she? No, you're right about that. So, if you're into that, you're into boyish bodies. Okay, Griff, whatever. This is a woman. Mm, Okay. And so he said, special, break him down. Yeah, and they're but- like, he was like, he's not going to break. We just beat the shit out of him. I broke my hand punching his fucking face. This man, he's got to be taking some kind of enhancement drugs because he's a rock hard body. That dick don't quit. And we, you know what? Rock hard body. <laughs> it's the gall body. <laughs> no, he didn't. He was doughy as fuck. No. He had no, oh, mus- he had no. no muscle tone. He did not have now, much I love tone. How Griff is just so living through Hutch right now. He's taking the shit personally. <laughs> So, no. But he's so tough, and they're like, he's a cop, too. He just won't talk. There's no break in him, man. He said, well, how about this? And then apparently Ben Foster, he does drugs, too, because he has a kit. He has the kits. He has the hardwood case. You know, <laughs> this is what all people hide their weed in nowadays, this beautiful hand-carved wood case, perfect, like, uh, lining and lacing. Cherry and wood, I think it was. Cherry wood. Oh, it just breathed the earth. It was wonderful. Like, string this creep out on this, and he'll tell us everyone. Oh, you want us to OD him? What? No, just get him up on that pony. Give him a good ride. Ride him into the sunset. Make him chase the dragon. And he'll tell us what we want to know. So, Murray, uh, recently we were going through the heroin. Is it heroin? Is it a true serum? And above the law, are we here yeah. again? Are we at this crossroad? Well, we had our suspicions that it was heroin and above the law. I think this basically proves our suspicions right. The heroin, heroin makes people talk. It makes people talk. They call it nature's truth serum. They call it nature's truth. <laughs> they call it the truthful white pony. That's what they call it. Cut back to Starsky. Yep. He's covering for Hutch as always. Yeah. What, I know what's, that I'm sorry. Feels. What's the captain's name? Dobby? Doby. Doby. So Doby, Stars, get in here. Stars comes in. Uh, uh, it's, it's one o'clock. He's always he, eating. He, oh, Henry. He he, oh, no, he only eats left Twix. Oh, he's only he throws the, the right Twix. one in the trash. Oh, Jesus. He's that kind of weirdo. Yeah. Well, so it, yeah, refined taste. And Hutch only goes for ladies with barely any boobs. So that's no. interesting. They both have their crutches. Yeah. So Dobby, Dobby, Dob, Dob, Dobby. Dobby calls him in. It's one o'clock. Where is Hutch? I need to send you he's guys. Like, a- well, yeah, he's like, starts. He's like. Oh, he's he, sick. He, no, no, he said he's taking some days off. Fuck, yeah. we're allowed that. His days off are done today. Yeah, he was like, he took the last 10 days off. I get prime puss. I've seen that, alas. She's great, but we need what to get What was the, the timeline of this? Is he Was he, like, being weeks, months? Oh, boy. Uh, Murray, you went right into my wheelhouse, the old Griff house, as we like to call it. Uh, we're on day two. This has been th- overnight. This has happened overnight. It's been one day, okay. and apparently <laughs> we just saw him at work the day before. So he can't take one day off. Exactly. And, I mean, maybe I thought it was can... the weekend too. I mean, I thought he had the weekend off. I don't. I I'm don't know. pretty sure it was Friday when they started the episode. I'll go with because that's that. usually the day you fuck. Friday. Friday's fucking day. It's right. it's just the day Friday you fuck. fuck day, man. Yeah, Friday fuck day, yeah. and. and uh, so Dobie's like, get that motherfucking Hutch in his fucking fly ass dressing in here today. And I, I oh, you're <laughs> out. He's like, you threatened to fire Starsky because yeah. of that. So he's like, I don't. Fu-. And uh, Stars is just like, well, okay, Cap, but here's the weird thing. 
It's gone missing. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't know where the fuck he is. And you just have serious... I like Starsky. Great facials on Starsky. <laughs> a lot of chest hanging out, but great uh, facials. Great chest. You and then show it. they go over to Dobby, and he's just like... Got this forlorn look on his face. He's like, Dobie, oh, first of all. Dobie. And he's just Isn't like. Dobie like from Harry Potter yes. or some shit like that? So Dobie is just like dumbfounded by this information. And he just looks just think down. Of, think of Doberman, like the dog. Dober. The like Dobie. Snoop Dogg. Doberman looks down. <laughs> Damn it. Now you're <laughs> so Dobie looks down. He's got a thesaurus and a dictionary open. Yeah. And he's, he's just, doing his crossword. Oh, interesting. He's yeah. a man of the word puzzle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, I don't care what you got to do. Get Hutch back to work. So Starsky, whenever he has like, tr- like street trouble, who's he go? He goes to Huggy. Oh, Huggy's got his ear to the ground. I, like, I, I know about as much of Starsky Hutch as you do, so I'm going to assume, because it's okay, obviously network TV, Huggy would be a pimp, but he can't be a pimp because it's network TV. So he dresses like a pimp, but he's an entrepreneur. Okay. I, I he's a t- bar and grill. I took it as he was in trouble before. He's trying to go straight and narrow. Because in sure. the, in one of the episodes sure I that, watched, yeah. he still had connections to other mobsters. There's so many mobsters in Bay City. Bay City. Bay City's also where uh, Saved by the Bell takes place, which well, is it makes perfect. Sense. Yeah, it's all the same world. Crime-ridden city, and so he's just like, yeah. Starts like. Is he, he knows nothing because much like Griff and I, we know nothing about our personal lives at all. So yep. he's just like, who is I, – I know he's dating this woman. He's he's mad for her. But who is she? He's like, oh, yeah, she she worked for me. Worked for me. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, and he's like, oh, jeez. And, and he's like, no, waiting tables. But then one day her and Hutch were here and they saw somebody and they just booked out the back. i never seen the bitch since. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Starsky drowns his beer. He just, just kills it. And he's like, all right. I want to well, point out, while this is happening, Huggy's playing pinball. Starsky letting that chest hair breathe. It's just like it's all out there. Open. It's out there. You know? I, I mean, I love this dress code in the 70s. It's just like you could be a cop and you could be half naked. He could be running around in his fucking Speedo yeah. and people would just be like. It's like, like Starsky, why are you wearing a shirt? Because it's so open. <laughs> it you know? is. It's like... You got a nipple in every shot. That's the that's the hook of uh, Starsky and Hutch. A nipple in every shot. So Starsky's like, well, I guess I might as well go to Hutch's place. You think that'd be the first place you'd go? You think it would be the first. But no, I got to check out Huggy. <laughs> So, so yeah, there, there's some distress going on. They had to quickly evacuate, and she has not been back to work. And Huggy's pissed about that because she was a good waitress. Right. She, she and good she earner. may not have had the tits, but she had the she ass. She was a great earner. Yeah. And so we go to the house on the lake, the canal. Yeah. Dirty canal. Dirty canal. <laughs> right next to like a factory that shoves all this shit in there. It's very interesting because it's like a one-room house. Yeah. Because the front door opens up, and there's his bed. Yeah, it's well, just, uh, cause, basically because it's a set, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so, well, it's got if you call it closet room, it's got another room. Yeah, and so uh, first thing Starsky does is finds the jacket, looks see if there any dimes in there. Yep, no dimes, no dimes. Checks the closet and he sees that hand cannon just laying there, and he knows something's up. Then, yep. So he's got to take that information straight to the captain. So he goes to Dobie, and he's like, "Look, something's wrong." I just found his gun. He's like, what? no, come on. I mean, do you? if you're going to go fuck a lady, do you bring a gun? If you're going to go bring your mama lasagna, do you bring your gun? And Cersei's like, look, he doesn't even get a colonoscopy without a fucking handgun, right? 
<laughs> well, you don't know if the doctor's going to get fresh with you, so you got to have your can. And that's also Second Amendment, Marie. All right? right? If you don't use it, you lose it. Exactly. So he's like, look, all right, I'll put an APB out for Hush. You're going to be happy. You can get off my shit. Well, you think they, like, this is like, they're, you got to believe they're the two best cops in Bay City. Absolutely. So it's like, why are you just being a dick about this, You Dolby? know. Dobie's Star- jealous because Hutch gets all the puss. So yeah. He's, just like, Fuck he's married guy. and he gets the, li- he wants he's to not live al- like He's not allowed thing, to, like, know. even hear the stories. Hutch is like, you're not even going to hear Oh, shit. Hutch isn't even letting me hear the story. <laughs> like, you'll, you'll see, like, Starsky and Hutch, they'll be, like, talking and then they see Dobie, like, quiet, quiet, quiet. Yeah, he's and hiding then. behind a plant in one episode. He's got a mustache on, pretending to be somebody else in the corner. Because they work in the bullpen, so it's right. like you got the Dobie constantly. You know, that's the that's the joke of Starsky and Hutch. It's an ongoing joke. So we cut to... It's, it's been, been a while, Murray. It's been two days. Two days? They, they, we're on... We're still on... Okay. We're in the afternoon we said of the Friday. Day. He's been cab- cab- kidnapped over the weekend. We, we're on Monday now. Okay. We're still on Monday. Hutch is flying high. He's offering to suck any dick put in his face as long as he gets that sweet H. And he is on the ground. He's grabbing at he's dicks. Grabbing he's <laughs> He's got three guys around him, and he's like, this one's a little bigger than that one, and yours is bigger than that one. It's a blow bang. Ready to happen. Yeah. And so and fucking uh, Ben, he's disgusted by this. He's just like... God, how much did you give him? I wanted information, <laughs> not fucking jisms. <laughs> so he's like, so, but when you know, when you got a guy ready to suck your dick, he's ready to tell you anything. It's true. That so, is absolutely 100% true. Like, where's that who at? Yeah. And he's like, see, uh, Duport. Uh, he, just, he just tells it out. Like, uh, you got a dick I can suck? He's like, I got what I need. I got a needle you can suck. <laughs> and it ain't my dick. It's it's more heroin. Here you go, kid. So we just leave poor Sars. He's got, like, fucking scratches on his face. Yeah, we, we leave the scene on Ben's just happy face. He's got the information, and he's going to head out. But we go back over to Starsky. Starsky. He's got he's got more than than Huggy Bear on the street. He's got Mickey the, the beer drunk. Yeah. This, <laughs> was a, this reminded me of Tom Waits, this character. And he's the sh- he's got the shakes. God, I need that beer. That beer. Very, you really see a beer drunk. This guy is obsessed with Billy Drago. The hand acting. He's like, I got limited lines. I got the shakes. But it, the way he was holding the cigarette, the way he would funnel his beer, I was like, this guy's got Billy Drago on the mind because he flipped it so the the uh the burnt end was facing him, and then he would flip it over. He was doing all kinds that's, of hand that's acting. Pretty amazing. Yeah. He must have went to like a seminar that Billy Drago. It had to be <laughs> Billy Drago's cigarette hand acting seminar. It probably is like one seminar just for that because you can do well, a lot with a cigarette. Hundred percent, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. One day, so Starsky's like, "All right, I'll buy you a beer. You tell me what you know." Yeah, and he's like, he gives him the beer. I want to point out this is 1976 dollar for a beer. That's expensive. That's expensive? Yeah, that's really expensive. I mean, you could go today and get a dollar beer. But this is high-quality beer. Uh, sure it is. <laughs> it's Bud Light. It's Bud Light. Which was new at the time. Sure. And uh, Mickey's happy to quench his thirst, but he's like, I really don't know what to tell you. I haven't heard anything about Hutch. I don't know what's going and on. And Starsky whoops out a 50. And See how frugal he is. He, he gets Hutch to pay for all his candy bars. He still he holds down that money. But when it comes to Hutch, there's no price too high. 
But Mickey refuses. He's like, I really can't do it. So this is interesting. He's an urchin, but he's got a heart of gold. Well, no, he knows that Starsky will beat the shit out of him if he gives him bad information. All right. If he had any information, like an he would give it up. <laughs> right. But he's got nothing. I mean, so Starsky's like, all right. Jeannie, what's she up to, Griff? Well, Jeannie, she's uh, she's been kidnapped, of course, by uh, or no, she's oh, waking she's up. So, she's she's waking at up again. She's at Sea Port. She's been sleeping for the last every scene she's in. She's either falling asleep or waking up. Four days, and so now she wakes up, and she's got Are like we sure she's not nodding off on heroin. Maybe she's the one. She might be on heroin. Yeah, that's a good point. So she's waking up. She's wearing like some see-through lacy shit with just her underwear on. Too bad she had nothing to show. But yeah. arms wide open because she hears the doorknob jiggling. She doesn't keep her door Too locked bad either. Nothing else jiggling. <laughs> Jesus Murray. Uh, she had a little butt. She just didn't have tits and whatever. So yeah, she hears that doorknob jiggling, and so she gets up and she's like ready to embrace the grace that is Hutch's place down below. Only oh. it's fucking Ben. Ben, why is his name Ben? It's so unassuming. <laughs> hey, hoa, remember me? She grabs a blanket real quick and covers herself. And he's like, I ain't nothing. I ain't. I've seen it all, baby. And you're coming with me. Ooh, Nan. You're going to visit an old friend of yours. Hutch. He's got a big crutch. <laughs> so we go to our commercial break. And then we come back to, and we've arrived. Gina's dressed. She is wearing like huge bell bottoms, and well, then like and the that thing, tiny I, top. I, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna stand out for Hutch in this scene because we, we've, we've proven she has no breasts. So he offers to suck her dick because he thinks she's a man. <laughs> but it's like, and she's like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "What strung, did you do this, to him? Is this another guy you strung out for me?" Oh man! And he's just like he's like, no, baby, I don't have a dick. I'm a woman. This is exactly what conservatives would think drugs would do to you. They would make you turn gay. <laughs> so she's like, look, I don't ever want him to ask me to suck my dick. So I'll do whatever you want. Just get him off this shit. Sure, baby. Let's fuck you. Know, they take off. You know, go off to Ben's fuck palace. Yeah, and they just leave. And he's like. You know what to do, monk. Yeah, wink. wink. I like that he even said wink. It was very nice touch. <laughs> well, just to let you know. Yeah. And well, he's working he with idiots, He's never too. been to a Billy Drago seminar, so he doesn't know how to do anything with his body. Right. You know. I think he's working with idiots. I think he's got to expressly say to him, I am winking at you. He's Trump-level stupid, you know? Right. So I then I, I thought they were supposed to, like, OD him, and then they said not to. Like, like well, you know, I, we're not going to do it here. Yeah, I, I don't understand what the – I know the plan was to take him out to Lake Michigan and dump him, tie some bricks to his feet, and let him swim. But I, I think they were supposed to shoot him up, but maybe they were like, you know what? We want to use this heroin for ourselves, so let's not shoot him up. Okay. So they pack him into the car, and he's fuck, He's still fucked out of his mind. He's still grabbing for dicks. like. <laughs> He's like jerking off the door handle. It's like, come on, <laughs> get control of yourself, man. We saw Sensei Seagal deal with fucking like twice. He, just, the- he brushed it off. Yeah, he fucking pissed it out. Uh, he just and- rolled his eyes back, meditated for a minute, and came to. <laughs> so they're driving along, playing some top forty. I think Village People was probably on the radio. Probably Village People, yeah. And that Macho Man gave him that impetus. He's just like. 
Ah! This is Starsky's favorite song, and he saw Starsky's face, and he's like, I'm known as for Starsky. So he just opens the door, starts running. Yeah. And, and like, they're, like, in the middle of Bay City, L.A., and they're like, uh, let him go. Like, I don't want to run after this guy. He's... Yeah, they, like, think about flipping a bitch, and they're just like, oh, man, watch him run. And they just watch him run for a while. And then they see that he gets uh, close to, like, a cop, and they're like, oh, shit, we're not going to chase that down. There's no way. So, yeah, we're good. Yeah, so they'll see that he's a junkie, and uh, they will, they'll kick him off right. the force. Right. Now that'll be enough. So the, uh, we follow so the Hutch, cops, cops yeah. calling in. They're like, hey, there's that guy grabbing dicks. Isn't that Hutch? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, call it in. <laughs> call it in. Thankfully, send it in. Fortunately, Starsky's like half a mile away. So he gets he's the first he gets it, fucking t- peels out, finds uh him and the cops finds uh, Hutch at the right at the same time. Yep. And he he is crashed. Immediately Hutch is, embraces Hutch. Like yeah, the he's brother that he is. Passed out in an alley, cop Barney's there. He's like, you know Cops like I gotta tell Dobie he was offering to suck my dick. And yeah, like, like, you tell nobody anything. Starsky just grab, rips his shirt off the cup. You're not gonna say fucking shit. Yeah, he and then between Starsky us. rolls up his sleeve and reveals the fucking uh, the injection points, yeah, tra- tra- the marks. track marks. And Barney's like, "Oh, I definitely have to bring." And Starsky slaps him, just freshens him up, and is like, "You will talk to nobody. This He's is my response. my responsibility." And gives him one hell of a hug, whispers something very sweet in his ear. I think that's what kept him calm for a minute here, Hutch. So, Whatever sweet nothing it, it was. It sounds like, I've watched very few episodes myself, whenever they need to use somebody, they go to Huggy. Like, Huggy's just there to facilitate whatever they want to do. They no respect for Huggy at all. Oh, yeah, exactly. So they go, Huggy, has, he's like not only does he have a bar and grill, he has uh, apartments upstairs. Like I was saying, yeah. And this is where we learn how do you kick heroin. This is it. This is the whole lesson. Starsky immediately, they throw him on a bed. Coffee, sugar, candy bars, chop, chop. And yep. then Huggy just goes off and does it. Comes back. Huggy was already coming up with the coffee. Huggy is the streetwise person, so right. he, he he's knew. Like, he's like, I got this shit from Rova Imports. This shit is good this is coffee. good coffee. Buenos Aires best. And so the commer- it comes out of the commercial with him coming up the stairs with the whole fucking beautiful china uh, uh, set of coffee nice, and everything. Yeah. It was beautiful. His mom, I think. I probably would not be giving that to a recovering heroin addict after three whole days of heroin. Did you notice how many track marks there were? Five? Nine. And it was like yeah, it was a constellation of Orion's belt, I liked too. it. I liked I like that. I liked that. The- Attention to detail. Very you think nice. mobsters just don't know anything, but these guys knew astronomy. Uh, yeah, one of them knew astronomy for sure. And so, uh, yeah, they're freshening them up with the coffee. Slap. I love it because this is piping hot coffee. You know, you see the steam coming off it. Starsky is behind Hutch, holding him, embracing right. him. And Hutch is fetal position, curled up, blanket, sweating. Uh, like the makeup they did for him was wonderful. Hair's all disarray. And he gets that first cup. Starsky's helping him drink it like little Trump. He can't hold up a glass. And he fucking pours the coffee down his mouth. It's singeing him. But he's just like, oh, it's so good. They try to give him a second cup. Lots of sugar. 
And he, he slaps the fucking cup away. Broken China. That's $500 like, right there. Don't you just have a dick? I can suck. And they're like, <laughs> buddy, enough with the dicks. We're trying to help you. And like that just breaks Huggy's heart, seeing his friend reduce to dick-sucking, pathetic. Yeah. And he's just like, wow. How, how could this happen to the coolest fucking guy? I love when he brings his ladies in here so I can stare at their asses and tits that they don't have. Who could have done this to her? Damn you, cruel world. And starts, he's like, another cup of coffee. Sugar. <laughs> Lots of sugar. Candy bars. Candy bars. I got a stash of all the right Twix. I keep them. I don't eat them, but I keep them. <laughs> Get them for me. It just so happens that his ashtray and his car are just full of the right Twixes. He just stubs them in there. So he's like, go get them. It's just one giant ball of melted and hardened fucking Twixes. But it helps when you need it. Get off of heroin. It's the perfect sugar charge you need. So we cut to uh, Ben's palatial estate, and we see that hussy uh, genie just- Looking comatose again. Right. She's awake. Well, her eyes are open, but she is not awake. Exactly. And he's talking with Monk. And he's like, I can't believe you let that guy get away. What do you get? What, what am I paying you for? And so Monk is sweating. He's like, oh, shit, I fucking pissed yeah, off. I, I got to do something. He's like, don't worry, boss. I'm going to get him. I want him dead. <laughs> Both of those cops. Oh, boy. So we know we got the hit out for Hutch. So Ben leaving town, but Monk and his crew, they have to get Hutch. Or otherwise, it's their ass on the line. So we Back go to Huggy's pad. Yup, Huggy's pad. And it's looking like Hutch is doing okay because he's sitting up. He's playing some checkers. I thought they were playing Jenga. Are they playing checkers? Uh, it looked like if checkers can, to me. If you can play Jenga, you ain't high anymore. Uh, yeah. say, it takes fucking hand-eye coordination. Exactly. Your hand's shaking from the DT. We'd only see like a second of him. He'd play one turn and just slap the Jenga tower over. But it doesn't matter because he just slaps the fucking table. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck Jenga. And it's like, and it starts, he's like, man, you love Jenga. What is going on? Where's a dick I can say? He's like, it's been 24 hours. You should be over the dick phase. You should yeah. be. Yeah, you're, you're you know, supposed to be moved on, Hutch. Yeah. Come on. And Hutch is like, oh, yeah. Maybe the yeah. heroin opened up a whole sided Hutch. Maybe. You know? Down low, Hutch. <laughs> but he's, he, Hutch is Hutch like. Is Hutch is <laughs> Hutch. Hutch. <laughs> Hutch starts kind of composing himself again, and he stands up and he kind of walks around, and he's like, "You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm just gonna go. Uh, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna get this candy bar. He grabs candy bar off the fucking nightstand. It's a left wick. Starsky, you see the pain in Starsky's face. He's like, "Fuck, man, that's a lefty." He bites into it, and he's like, "You're just gonna throw it up." He's like, "I don't care. I'm eating this left wicks." He sees the pain. He's happy to see someone else in pain. This, this is a beautiful scene here. It is. It's a lot of pain. So beautiful that Huggy has to get in on it. So he goes up. He's like, look, man. Somebody's waving 50s around there. This is uh, Coney, I'm assuming. Down in, the ba- down in the bar. Yeah, down in the bar. They're, they're asking about Jeannie. They're asking about Hutch. Don't worry. I, I'm way ahead of you. I checked out their car. I got their license. I got everything you need. <laughs> and so Starsky's like, hey, you got that license? I'll call it in to Captain Doby. Yeah. He loves license. Like, he loves coming up with little anagrams and shit. <laughs> it's the most fun ever. Maybe he can help us. And so Hutch, he's he's listening in, chewing up that laugh, just vomiting it out, <laughs> just like Starsky said he would. Having a hard time holding it down. And so he starts charging for the door. Yeah. And Starsky's like, what are you doing? No, you can just go calm down. Drink some more coffee. Get some more sugar. Like, I just need a dick. And they're like, cool it. Coffee. 
They just, they just throw an urn of coffee in Hutch's face. Yeah. And it and just calms him down. Hutch turns around. I mean, he slaps a few more things, but after that little tantrum, he's like, all right. And he sits back down on his bed, curls up in the fetal position, turns the shades. And then Starsky's like, look, we got to get to the bottom of this. Think. What? And they had him blindfolded. Oh, that's right. They had Hutch blindfolded. So he's like, did you hear voices? How many voices? Like, four? I don't I, uh. Starsky has set up a few chairs to interrogate Hutch. He's going to break into his drug-addled brain and, uh, and just like a psychiatrist, pull the information out of the, that mess of information. Right, and he's just like I, I, I heard one name, Monk. I love this because he does slap him once, and he's just like, "All right, all right." He said, "Monk." <laughs> it was weird how it came out. And I think of him. when they called in the license plate, Dobie wasn't around, right? Wasn't that it? Uh yeah, Dobie was not in. Him and his wife, him and his wife, yeah. were out at the Bogata, you know, getting some nice Italian oh. food. They weren't at Vinny's. They weren't at Vinny's. I can't afford Vinny's on a cop salary. There's no Vinny's in Bay City because it's not real, but there's a Bogata there. So while that's going on, we see Coney, who was f- flashing the 50s, he's talking with Monk, and he's like, uh, look, I don't know where the fuck Hutch is at. There's no way Starsky would take him to the police or hospital because he knows we'd be looking for him. Right. And he, and he doesn't want – he doesn't want – this is his best friend. He doesn't want to ruin his career by letting everybody know he's on heroin, so there's got to be a secret place. Yeah, Monk thinks – Monk is actually pretty smart. He's thinking 4D here. He's just like, there's no way he's going to the police. There's no way they're going to put him in a hospital. So they got to hold up somewhere. So now we just need to think of, like, some of the contacts they use, and we'll spread information that way. You know? like, remember that beer drunk, Mickey? Yeah. Get him. Tell him. That he's tell him to tell Starsky his information because they know Mickey's got a direct line to Starsky and Hutch. So what's going on? Starsky finally gets a hold of the captain. Yeah, this, uh, this might be a day later. This might be this night. I I don't know. And he's like, "Look, I know you love your your, your fucking license plates. You love bumper stoppers. Is your favorite video, uh, game show? This has to be Tuesday. So okay. Monday morning was the last time Hutch was not uh, injected." So right. now we're on Tuesday afternoon-ish. Right. So it's been about 36 hours, let's say. Okay. okay? So he's out of dick suck face. Now he's like, I don't want a dick. He, he's starting, he, If a yeah. dick was in his face, he'd slap it away. Yes. Goes, no. They, he, so. he, there was a Tom Selleck poster up in the fucking room. <laughs> he ripped it down. He's like, I don't even want to see a man right now. Okay. <laughs> so, too bad Starsky's taunting him with his shirt like all open. Uh, yeah, for that. real. It's like, sorry, bud, I didn't know. He buttons, two buttons. Yeah. Still got a nipple hanging out. <laughs> so, so, so Dobie gets him the information. It belongs to this guy named Monk. No first name. No first name. But we do have his address. He lives in a, a tiny little fucking tract house. Like, I love that. These guys, like, why are you working as a mobster? If that's, well, then again, I'm Bay City, the, the property. We, we, we know that, like, uh, the kids on uh, Saved by the Bell were rich. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah it's probably like a million-dollar house, that tiny little lot, single lot. Right. So Starsky, he's, like, got this information. He's like, all right, I'm going to head there. He tells Huggy, like, just keep. You know, Hutch here, keep him cool, give him the candy bars. Here's here's a handful more of balled up, melted, and uh, frozen again. A couple chunkies in there. A couple chunkies. <laughs> like, I don't really like these guys, so yeah. you can have them. <laughs> yeah, I, I kicked the vending machine today, and this came out, so give it to him. <laughs> but uh, after Starsky leaves, Hutch is already up and kind of moving around. He's coming out of a nice he, he, hot he shower. Sh- yeah, shaved, yep. He's shaved, yep. And he's like... Oh, man. Where did uh, Starsky? Oh, don't worry about where Starsky went. I just told him about this guy, uh, Mickey. And he's like, Mickey? 
Is he going to go talk to Mickey? He's like, oh, no, he's going over to this guy Monk's house. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, give me your, call me a cab. I'm going to go vi- visit Mickey. He's like, no, you're not going anywhere, man. He's like, it's like you just get you just offered to suck my dick 24 hours ago. You're going nowhere. Right? <laughs> uh, and he's like, look, you can call me a cab. You're going to get me a gun. And I'm going to meet up with this Mickey asshole. <laughs> and he's like, whatever you say, you know, he's just he, he goes with the flow. He's just like he Huggy does not like confrontation. Yeah. He's like, I know I should keep you here. You're just got off heroin. Here's a gun. Here's some cab fare. Huggy's supposed to know better. He's supposed to have seen people on the down and outs, but he's again, he's so enamored by Hutch. He he had idolizes him. So he's just like, Well, of course he it's been thirty seven hours. He's kicked it. It's completely out of his system. He hasn't grabbed at my dick once in the in twelve hours. Right. Or he's three good. hours. He's good to go. Yeah. So he hands him a couple chunkies and sends him on his way and we cut over to uh this diner, I guess. It's Looks a bar. like bar it's diner. A bar. Yeah. Oh. And uh, we got Mickey, and he's hanging out with Coney. And they're just talking about the plan and how it's not going to work. And sure enough, uh, it just so happens uh, Coney gets up and goes to check, like, a vending machine or something. And Hutch walks in and sees Mickey there. He's stumbling. He's still feeling the effects. And so but... Coney notices Hutch walking, so he just makes himself discreet in the corner. And then he immediately starts nodding off, like... He, starts, he's, he wants to talk to Mickey, but he's just like, ugh. Well, yeah. Hu- himself. Coney discreetly in the corner watching it. Hutch comes in, sits down with Mickey, and is is he's clearly not over it. He has not had enough chunky bars or something because he is fading. Hard. Even he ain't going to eat a chunky bar. It's got raisins in it. Ugh. Oh, it's got raisins? Oh, yeah. fuck. I thought it was like a peanut nougat thing. I think it was all of that. It was gross. Oh, oh. So, well, that's going on. Starsky's uh, staking out Monk's place. And Monk takes off, apparently, because he's going to go. Maybe he got a call from Coney to, like, we found Hutch. I think that's what, yeah, that must have been what he was doing in the corner, making and a call. And so they're going down an alleyway. For some reason, there's, like, a fucking Just one construction. Ro- one rogue <laughs> construction vehicle hanging out in this alley. <laughs> and and he's giving Starsky shit. So he's like, I'm a cop. Cause like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then he pulls out his gun. He's like, all right, I give a shit. I'll get out of the way. <laughs> so that, that he holds up. For about 15 seconds, Starsky's held up, which, you know, Bay City traffic, that can, your whole day could be ruined. Yeah, that's seconds. more than enough time. So by the time that Starsky gets out of that little alley, uh, he gets a call on his little pay phone that's in his car. Right. And it, that's why he it, needs the dimes. Yeah, it, it's Dobby. Dobby? Dobby. Dobby. I was thinking so and hard about that. He name. gives him the whole info about Mickey and. Of course, Starsky knows what bar Mickey hangs out at, so he's like, fuck, I got to go there then. Yeah. So they go to the bar. Coney is uh, walking Hutch out. They're going to just get, they're just going to take him somewhere and shoot him in the back of the head, but they, you know, they want to make, they're in a, they're in a public place, so they walk him out. Yeah, they, it's a whole scene because he just grabs fucking Hutch, and Hutch has enough energy left to like kick a couple times. And then you can tell Coney's like, I wonder what his oral skills are. I'm going to give him some heroin and find out. Yeah, he takes him down the alley, and he's, like, getting ready. He's just like, don't worry, little buddy. I'm going to get you back up. Pants. I'm going like... to get you back up on that saddle. Here's my dick. <laughs> I know you're all over that just just two days ago. That's all you wanted. So he thinks he's going to hypnotize him with his dick again and then get him with the H. 
But Hodge is like, I don't want a dick! And he just slaps the dick away and starts running down that alley. Yeah, he he has got the fucking skills now. He's somehow got his agility back. Fight or flight or something. Because he, like, jumped up <laughs> and pulled himself up onto some fence or something yeah, that the was fence. there. Yeah. And so uh, Coney's going to go after him, but that's just when fucking Starsky comes fucking sh- just fucking skidding into that alley. It's beautiful. And not only is he kissing in the alley, Monk shows up. Monk showed up first, actually. Oh, okay. Because remember, he was held up by 15 seconds with that construction. Of course. And there's a shootout. Kind of like, it was, it was nice, it was a little believable shootout, because Starsky's just hiding under his fucking car, kicks the fucking door open, hides behind the door, yeah. shoots Monk dead. Yeah. I think Coney gets shot, too. Yeah. And then we see, he looks up, he sees a fucking touch Hank dangling from a fence. Looking rough, looking haggard, still a little glassy-eyed, but... They have they have a quick little laugh. He Hut, uh, Starsky helps Hutch down, and he's just like, "Man, I I brought a whole bushel of oranges for you, bud." And he's like, "But before that, we got a place to be, Ben's." So they go over to Ben's. They got to get Jeannie, and they just arrest Ben. Like, what are you gonna arrest me for? Like, <laughs> they let Hutch get his revenge, and he grabs uh, Ben and like throws him onto the hood of the car. But he, like, stumbled. He sells it so well. He sells being a druggie so well. I loved it. And he's like, well, I don't even want that fucking whore. Why don't you tell me what, what you used to do in Vegas, you whore? Oh, shit. And she's like, Hutch, I am a whore. I've sucked more dicks than you have in this past weekend. <laughs> and would you, would you still want to be with me? And Hutch, I love this because he still like got that druggy, bruised, beat up face, and he's like, "No." (laughs) Well, because she's like, "I gotta go away, Hutch, but I'll be back." He's like, "Don't bother, don't bother coming back." (laughs) No, you won't. I don't need you back. Like he's like, "You'll be back, but I won't be here." Uh, Can I have my key back to my place? Yeah. (laughs) And then we just end with, and then uh, Starcy comes up. He's like, "You know what?" I want to drive my car. Does that make you feel good? Pat's touch on the head. Yeah. And then they, like you druggy. So the moral story, Griff, gotta let a hoe be a hoe. Gotta let a hoe be a hoe, Murray. Ghetto boys taught me that 30 years ago. Mm. So there you have it, people. Now you know. When we bring up uh, candy bars and orange juice, that's what we're talking about. Plenty more 70s science to go through in future episodes, future tippy taps. Maybe we'll do a Kojak episode. You think that they also... The, I, I gotta believe it is that we do have to do that Kojak episode because that was the one that made me a fan of Kojak. Mm-hmm. Because I've even I've, I've gone on record the stories of, of Kojak were just pedestrian cop shows. It's just a character of Kojak is so awesome. Yes, so that's yeah. what I look forward to. Yeah, so we'll, maybe that'll be on our next tippy tap. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? Tippy taps of what we want, and uh, what we want to do is close it out. Make sure to look forward to Wednesday's episode for what was Wednesday's episode? Rage of Honor. Rage of Honor. Show Kazugi. It'll be a wonderful treat. See you next week.